So guys, for this week's Talk That Talk, we thought that we would talk about the real C word in relationships. Compromise. Hold for applause. Anybody? (laughs) Did you like that one, Mika? I kind of fucking hate you. Go on. So yes, we figured that this conversation would be super fun to talk about just to get a gauge on each other's compromising skills. So Mika, would you say that you're good at compromising? So here's the thing, right? When I was younger, I was very pliable and bendable to everything. But that also came with the fact that I was just like, well, if I don't, they're not going to want me anymore. Um, Because once again, I was made to think that I'm not the goddess that I am today. And so if I did like a guy, I feel like I, I would compromise everything. And it's just thinking about it now, it's like, of course, you realize you were young, you were naive. You were also, I was also very gullible with a lot of things that I was told. So now I feel like I have so many hard no's because I just felt so foolish back then when I said yes to everything. Then now I'm just like, no, fuck out of here. No. Oh, like we'll work towards. No, I think I'm good on it. Thanks though. Kind of person. And now I know I need to work on that. But at least I know myself. I love that. Self-growth is important. Thank you. But no, to an extent, I completely agree with you. Like, I think when we're young and dumb and in love, you are willing to do whatever for another person. Relationships, friendships, you know, you are willing to do whatever you want because you love that person and you know that they love you and they wouldn't ask you to do something that you wouldn't want to do. But yeah, I think that needs to happen for you to realize that's not how you operate in life. I would go to like the end of the earth for somebody. That doesn't mean you should though. And it's a hard lesson to learn. Like I thought I was great at compromising just because I was so easygoing and I could just be like, yeah, sure, whatever. I'm down for whatever. Sure. I don't care. You pick. But then where does that leave room for you? Yeah. You're never thinking about yourself. So I think you kind of have to go through that to realize, okay, these are the behaviors I will not stand for anymore. Mm -hmm. And then there's also when I discovered my queen, my goddess, Eartha Kitt, and her video that has famously been, you know, trending every couple months, every year. And someone asked her, can anyone live with Eartha Kitt? And she said, that's not for me to decide. That's for someone who decides to live with me to decide, not for me. And then they asked, but are you willing to compromise within a relationship? And she said, I don't want to say it exactly the way she did it, because otherwise you guys are going to have to pull your earbuds out of your ear. So I won't do the beautiful cackle of ridiculousness that my queen did. But she said, compromise. What is compromising? Compromise for what? Compromise for what reason? And he said, if a man came into your life, wouldn't you want to compromise? (laughs) Stupid. A man comes into my life and I have to compromise? You must think about that one again. A man comes into my life and I have to compromise for what? A relationship is a relationship that has to be earned, not to be compromised for. And that love relationship certainly is fantastic. I think they're wonderful. I think they're great. There's nothing in the world more beautiful than falling in love. But falling in love for the right reason, falling in love for the right purpose, when you fall in love, what is there to compromise about? And so I keep that with me, just like I keep her beautiful picture on my wall. You guys talk to each other every night. Yeah. She's my fairy godmother. But that's such a true ass statement. Yeah. I I really love just, we all know that, yes, I guess, I guess sometimes you need to bend. But from my experience, most of the times when I have bended later on, I'm pissed off about it because more often than not, back in the day, 
it wasn't so much as a compromise as much as it was me just finally giving in and doing what they asked. So now when I think back about it, I'm just like, fuck out of here. <laughs> well, yeah, that was one of my questions to you also was that, do you regret anything in your life that you did compromise on? Yeah. Um, mostly the relationships I've been in, not like a particular situation in the relationship, but I never thought that I would grow up and allow myself to be treated the way I have in some of my relationships. And I feel like I just compromised that because I wanted to be in love when in actuality, I've never been in love my entire life. I've been with someone on and off for three and a half years. And I can say with certainty that I did not love him. And that is wild. But you think because you put in this work and you've been together and you're so used to each other's routines and stuff like that, like, oh, this is it. This is love. No, I was not in love. The back and forth in that relationship, the things that we fought about, the way that we fought, because as I said in the Choose Your Fighter episode, I was never used to fighting with someone like that. And I think that helped me very easily build a wall between us. It's not so much little things that have happened that I'm like, oh, I wish I didn't say yes to getting McDonald's instead of Wendy's. Like, it's, it's not like <laughs> any, anything in particular in it. But as a whole, being in that relationship slash situation, because there were times we called each other boyfriend, girlfriend. And there were times I was just like, you are not my boyfriend. I fucking hate you. But yeah, I've never been in love. So now I just feel like when I know that I found it, would I be willing to be a compromising person? I don't know. What would Eartha Kitt do? That is what I say. <laughs> I love that for you. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, it's true. Like in my past relationship, there wasn't like any specific, there were a few specific things that I could think of, but I'm also, I just know that I wouldn't be the person I am today had I not realized that I never should have been treated like that in the first place. Like, I feel like it's shitty that it had to happen, but I'm also thankful because nobody should ask you to compromise on things like your boundaries and your personal beliefs and your thought process and your friends and your family. And when that's kind of constantly getting taken into effect and it's starting to affect your life, you don't realize, oh my God, what have I been doing this whole time? It was a tough pill for me to swallow. But now that I'm older, I realize, no, somebody who actually loves and respects you would never ask you to mm-hmm. compromise the things that make you you. Right? See, you would think. That's why we have to be grateful that it happened while we were younger. Thank God, because... And we still have so many years. So many years. So many years. Um, yeah, because then you also realize it's also your partner or if it's your friend weighing heavily on them. Like they're projecting. When I used to express things that used to bother me about my family to my ex, the way he would tell me that I should respond to it, I would just cock my neck like, who the hell? What? is wrong with you like you are you are damaged my friend sometimes the way he would answer it made me realize like one never talk about my family to him because he's just like no you curse them out i'm not cursing out my mother crazy but it's you have to realize who you're talking to the situation they're in and the mindset that they're in before you're willing to risk everything that you have based on what this person's asking you to do Like, he didn't have a good relationship with his mother at all. And that's why he's like, just curse her out. Like, just tell her no. I'm like, I have an African mother. You will never see me again. You will never see me again. And also, I would never deign myself to disrespect her like that ever. It doesn't matter how mad I am at her. You're crazy. Okay. So are you willing to give up things that are going to make your partner happy? Like, let's say you are in a healthy, happy relationship and there are things that 
your partner is uncomfortable with? Are you willing to give those up? It depends on what it is. I know I sound selfish as fuck when I talk on this podcast, but I am a very giving partner. I just try to control it. I think that's like what it is. I definitely have pep talks with myself to be like, chill out. You're giving a lot and they're not giving back. So now you're emptying your cup. Why are you emptying your cup constantly? And that's why sometimes I'm like, no. I wrote this in my journal that I'm going to say no to this. So it is no. But yeah, it it just depends on what it is. Let's say that, okay, like a prime example would be if you had a really close guy friend in your life, had Mm -hmm. a male friend, and like your guy was uncomfortable to a a certain point. Like he knew that you guys were friends and then he was just like, you know what, this actually does make me uncomfortable. What would you do then? I've been on the other end of that and it's so shitty because like, as I said, in last week's episode, the nice guy complex and friend zoning, I do believe that men and women can be friends. And I've had it happen to me multiple times where people I'm really close to will stop talking to me because they're in a relationship. And I just kind of think it's bullshit because when that relationship goes into flames and you're calling and texting me again, you just expect me to be the friend that I am and just go back to you. And I don't really want to anymore. You know what I mean? Like, if it was that easy for you to give up, it also depends on how deep of a friendship I am with this person, though. If it's just someone I work with, yeah, sure, I don't have to freaking, I don't have to talk to Jake anymore. Like, I don't care. But if it's someone that I've known for years and now you're policing, saying like, yeah, I won't have movie night in his house anymore if it's like that big a deal. Or join us for a movie night. I don't know. But if it's like a group of us hanging out and he's there, you're not going to tell me, oh, no, he's he's going to be there. I don't think he should go. No, the answer is no. I was going to say the same thing because my thing is like, if we're at a place where our relationship that you feel like you can ask me to do those things, do you even really know me at all? And do you trust me? Yeah. Because if I'm thinking I'm all lovey-dovey and shit and... You're telling me you're going out. I'm just like, yeah, 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 bye. But for me, it's like, why is he going to be there? I thought you said you weren't seeing him much. I'm like, yeah, I don't see him for wine night anymore. Thanks to you. But tonight's trivia with the gang. (laughs) So yes, I'm going to go see him. You know what I mean? Because then that's what it is. It comes down to trust. Why are we in this if you don't trust me? Truly. That's what everything comes down to. Everything comes down to trust and communication. Yes. Do you trust me enough? to not make a stupid mistake or do anything that would like ruin my character or what we have. Do you really think that I would do something like that? Because if you're going to answer that yes, then I think you should rethink this whole thing. Yeah, 100%. I know so many people in my life now who are in relationships where sometimes I'm like, you're really, you're, you're giving these things up, these things that like mean so much to you. And then they will talk to me a couple months later and just kind of like, they don't know how they got into this position. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, baby girl, you put yourself there. Yeah. But once again, it's like after you've gone through it. Yeah. Want, hopefully only once. Yeah. Thank God. You realize you'll you know never let yourself get into that position again, but some people have to go through it. That's why I, I will renege a little bit on what I said about the whole friendship thing, because I do understand how you can get so deep into something. It's like the FKA twigs that we talked about on Wednesday. I do understand the FKA twigs thing, how you just get so deep into something. You don't even know if your friends are even going to want to be there for you anymore. If you are a multiple offender of the I'm going to drop you when I'm in a relationship thing, then no, I will not be there when you come back. First time offenders, you only have to do community service, which is order me drizzly. (laughs) 
that's the shit that gets me though. I was in a situation where I was like, I can never have this happen to me again. It almost broke me. I cannot go back to like that dark place. And I just see people who are like, no, I like the dark. It feels good. Yeah, but the light feels so much better. It's really hard to give people advice who don't really want to do the advice you're giving them. Yeah, but it's always going to be somebody somewhere. It's going to be you someday, sometime that you don't mind asking for the advice, but in your head, you're just like, nope, I hate this advice. I'm going to do what I wanted to do in the first place. Sometimes it depends on where the advice is coming from. Like, I know when I tell my mother something, she won't listen to me. But if her friend told her the exact same thing, she's like, you know what? You're right. I should definitely. I'm just like, I'm, I'm a grown ass woman now. I'm not just your little girl. Like, I have opinions that you consistently ask me for. But it's not until somebody else states it. That's when you're like, yes, this, this is the plan. Absurd. What do you do when to just build on that? So if a friend does keep asking you for advice on something that they've had to compromise on. About the same issue? If your friend is constantly, let's say, telling you about their relationship issues, where it's sounding like to you, all they're doing is compromising and they're not getting anything in return. Oh, I say something. Because sometimes you do need a different perspective. Like you can already tell that they're questioning themselves a little bit. It's why they're asking you the question in the first place. But they just need to hear from somebody who's not in it. They're not in that relationship. So they're giving you an outside perspective on it. So if I do notice something, yes, I do say it. Because I refuse to let my friends be treated like shit. I have so many friends, though. Sometimes I'm just like, how many times are you going to ask me for this fucking advice? I want to start charging your ass. There was one point in time with, you know how you always have, you're, when you're like the person that people go to and you're just like, oh my God, should I become a therapist? I'm just like, bitch, you should have become a fucking therapist. You need therapy. Like, <laughs> You have all these answers because you've been through shit. <laughs> Literally me at 18 being a psych major, the first time in college, I should be a therapist. And then I got a D in psych 101. I said, maybe not. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I was wrong. (laughs) That's crazy. I'm never wrong. Yeah. I'm like definitely out of my group of friends. I am Dr. Feelgood. I'm like, what's up? Let's talk. Like I'm the definitely advice giver. It depends on which group of friends. Yeah, it depends on which group of friends who I am. Because there, there's certain groups where you know, I know that there's one person that I always go to. And then there's ones that I know that everyone's going to come to me. And there's others where I'm just like, please don't text me unless it's something important. I literally cannot hear you complain about the same man over and over again. I am not the one. Because I'm about to hurt your feelings. That's the worst. Because you're just trying to be supportive. But how much more can we talk about the same thing? How many times are we going to go through this? Because once was enough for me. I remember one time my friend was going through the exact same thing that I had went through. And I was like, you are looking at the example. Like, I am the example. I'm not even telling you a friend of a friend went through this. You were here when I was going through it. And she just, when you have these goals for your life and how you want it to be, she just didn't want to start over. And that's what it is for, you know, certain people. They don't want to start over. And I get it. And for her, luckily, it worked out. It's like how Jennifer Goodwin says in He's Just Not That Into You. And she goes off on this tirade about the exception and the rule and like all that stuff. So yes, there are times where it's not just this one law of if I don't compromise, then we're definitely not going to be together. This isn't going to work. Sometimes there are exceptions. Uh, I hate compromise. That's not true. (laughs) 
Are you sure? I just honestly, I really do hate when I compromise and then it ends up biting me in the ass. That's the only time I'm just like, just listen to me. I got to listen to me. (laughs) And my mom, you know, especially with our culture, she's very much like, oh, but if you're too strong, he's going to find somebody else. Like if you're too opinionated, he's going to find. So let him go find somebody else. Like, why do I have to dim down who I am and who I finally grew into to please somebody else? That makes no sense to me. When I've seen people who, once their partner leaves them after, like, whether it, it doesn't even matter if it's death, if it's divorce, if they cheated, all of a sudden they do not know what to do with themselves because they're like fucking Play-Doh and they mold themselves into this character that their partner wanted them to be or who their partner is. And now that that partner is gone, they don't know who they, they are anymore. Like I refuse to let that happen to me. So I'm going to be an opinionated person. And I don't think that there's anything wrong in that. Like I feel like, oh, you're too picky. No, I have standards and that there's nothing wrong with that. Because when you get divorced in two years, because you were just like, hey, yeah, he wants to give me a ring. Why not? Even though we don't really like any of the same things. We both have hard nose that we're not willing to compromise on. But yeah, no, for sure. Let me just do this. Don't come calling to me when I get my PhD in relationship therapy. Because I will charge you full price, no discount. <laughs> but that's also something that, I, I, yeah, I want to ask you. Have you ever molded yourself or became a chameleon with whoever you were with at the time? Like your partner loves to go to the gym. Are you becoming a gym person? Oh, that sort of that thing. type of chameleon. Um, like no. Oh my god, he's so into archery, and now all of a sudden you're Merida from Brave. Shooting arrows in the woods. You become Katniss. You can do this kind of thing. No, I can confidently say that's never been me. But I also, I don't know. I'm a lot more confident now. I think that. In the past, I wouldn't have done these things only because I would have hated to like fail at them and then be like embarrassed. Like my pride would have been bruised. But now I would be like, sure, let's go. But no, I definitely do know people in my life and, you know, from the past who are that type of girl or that type of guy where they find out what their partner's into and they're like, that's it. Mm -hmm. I'm investing my life. We love going to CrossFit. No, I know we used to talk shit about it, but CrossFit's actually like really dope. I've never seen you own a plaid shirt in your life, but all he does is wear flannel. And now you have four shirts in your closet. I'm very concerned. <laughs> I also hate those. Not, I don't hate those type of people, but I look at them sideways. Like he has his lumberjack side to him. I know you've never been camping before in your life. And now you're pretending like you love s'mores and sleeping in a sleeping bag. When I see some shit like that, I'm just like, these are the type of people that get divorced. (laughs) Yeah, that'll never be me. I'm good on that. I'm all the way good on that. My ex is really into fitness, though. And we used to try to go to the gym together, but he was fucking insecure as fuck. And he'd be like, are you looking at guys? I'm literally watching The Real Housewives. What do you, why are you bothering On the bike that I haven't even moved my legs on for 20 minutes. Like, (laughs) leave me alone. (laughs) I've just been sitting here. I'm just trying to watch Wendy. Is there anything that a guy has asked you to do that you just automatically been like, no. And it's for your personal reasons. Like, it might not even be that big of a deal. And you're just like, no. mm -mm." Anal. Sis. (laughs) Dead ass though. Um, I don't know why all these guys think that they can. Always say no. Don't be me. Always, say, I did it once and I will never, ever do it again. 
and this is for the 33% of men that listen to our podcast. I will never, also for the 67 of the women, don't do it. Ever. I know I say I don't like words like always, never. I will never do anal all over again. Sis, I couldn't move the next day. Thank God I was off of work. It's always a no for me if it comes out of your mouth. I'm like, I don't even know your middle name. You think I'm going to let you do that? I have to love myself. And for me, anal is not loving myself. Why? Has somebody asked you? Can you think of something else besides anal? Roadhead. I can't do it. My anxiety will literally not let me give roadhead. I will not. And I don't care who it is who's asking me. I don't think that will ever change in the future. Let's see how much Xanax I'm on. And maybe I'll say yes. But the thought of one getting in a car accident and not even seeing my imminent death because I'm sucking some guy's dick (laughs) is so tragic. Two, (laughs) if I die and my mother asks what happened and the cops have to say that she was giving head while he was driving, I'll put a curse on my own goddamn body. I will never find peace. No, 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 no. That's not for you. (laughs) I can't do it. It literally is one of my biggest nightmares. I can't do it. I'm not into shower sex, but that's just because I'm vain and I don't want to redo my hair. It's just, it's also just not even that great. Like the water, one, one person's always going to be hot if they're under like a hot shower, but if they're under the water, they're going to be hotter than the person who's fucking freezing. That's not in the water. The water also ruins the lubrication down there. It's it's not as hot as one may think. No. The one time I did try to let my guard down, I was like, yeah, I'll be cool and like spontaneous. Sure. I was so pissed. I was like, this sucks. My hair. My hair. I probably wasn't going to get the O anyway, but like now my hair. <laughs> Another one is I can't, they can't record me having sex. It would have to be my camera. And if they want to see it, they can see it from my camera. And I mean my actual DSLR camera. It will not be any phone that can get hacked. You are not doing it off of anything that's your property. You are not going to catch me slipping. Hell no. Sorry, I was picturing you with your DSLR camera. Like you're holding it in the air. We're not going to get any other angles but one because it will be on the tripod, period. Like, sorry, sir. And it will be my property. It will be, you will never have it in your home, in your hand, unless it's off my camera. You know what? Power to you. Thank you. That's actually very smart. You can't trust these phones. Can't trust these phones and you can't trust these hoes. Imagine when we blow up and they're like, <laughs> Ooh, got something spicy. Got to sell it to TMZ. I'm going to jail for homicide. See, that's why I don't put my face in any of my pics that I send out. That's different because I can always deny that. Like, even if I know that I would, not that I would because I look great in the ones I send out. I'd be like, yes, that was me. Stick my face on top. (laughs) (laughs) One time I caught my tattoo in the picture and I was like, got to delete this amazing picture because it could trace back to me. But. I definitely take pictures and stuff like, yeah, I'll send it to them. That's fine. Plausible deniability. But a video? No, that is my property and my property only. Yeah, a coworker was showing me this video and I was just like, wow, we've all seen his dick now, huh? <laughs> Somebody we also like worked with. I'm like, wow, good. I knew it. <laughs> there was one person. So many people were into this guy we were working with. Because he was a very attractive guy. And then one of our girls had sex with him and she showed all of it, all of us his penis 
And it was so small. And it ruined any game he had with any of us in the entire company. I actually felt very bad for him because I feel like he felt like his mojo was gone. Because, of course, we didn't tell him. I'm never going to be the one to embarrass him like that. Like, oh, everyone just saw your dick. See, I'm the opposite. So that's it for this Talk That Talk episode, a.k.a. Triple T. We hope you guys liked it. We love doing these for you guys. Once again, email us your discussions and topics at talktousnice at gmail.com or you can DM us on Instagram at talktousnicepodcast. Check out our Twitter at talktousnice and we will continue to give you nothing but laughs and real talk, honestly, because I'm very, very real about this anal thing. Don't do it. <laughs> please leave. Don't. Please leave a review, rate, and subscribe. Five stars, please, little BBs. And yeah, we'll see you guys on Wednesday. Bye. Bye.